uh, recorded uh, there before we left. We got the uh, kids from Thompson to say hola americanos, and then God bless you both in Spanish and in English. Uh, so those videos <laughs> didn't quite make it up there, but uh, um, that's just a small piece of uh, what we've uh, experienced. I think that's like 100 and some photos of 500. That was just off of my camera, and I know Lucy had at least hundreds more. Um, we have numerous more video pictures and things like that. So if, if you want to know more, you want to see more, please contact any of us that were on the trip, and uh, we can get you that information. Uh, first person that's going to come up is going to tell you a little bit about the first day here in Casa Habla is Lucy. So uh, if Lucy would come up, and then whoever is speaking, just hand it off to whoever is doing the next.
Often may look like we are doing well and happy, but we too have our anxiety moments and long to have a hug from our Heavenly Father. And sometimes offerings are a way God shows us that we are tracking after Him. If this makes sense, I hope so. If not, now I'm the first person I can see. Again, many, many thanks. We'll see you in November or at least the team, and we are always praying for God's work in your lives and blessings used beyond the bounds of normal abundance. Hope in God, and then he put this too, because he's been talking about tornadoes, and he didn't have tornadoes. He said, build a tornado shelter in this. Ha-ha. Love, Michael, Sue, and the family. Thank you. 
year. Um, that was rough. Um, things have changed in most preserve ways. When we were down there last year, we worked specifically with the school. The school is now government recognized. We even had an actual curriculum, which means mission groups can't just waltz in the door and work with them. Uh, so it's kind of, I don't want to say it's no access, but there is not. It's not one of those things where you just show up. Um, so we didn't get to see hardly any of the kids that we had actually built relationships and worked with last year. Um, a lot of them were either in school, in the main public school, uh, or they were in there and we couldn't actually get to them. Um, what we did do was we did get to go to a few of the houses where there were a few of the students that we did know. We were able to pray with them. Um, some of the conditions haven't changed. Um, I know some of the pictures you have there going through. Um, one thing that struck me was there's a really long house that we wrapped last year. Um, it was the one we did the last day. It seemed like it took like nine hours to do. And now we've cut in half. It's like they, they took a center section out and now there are two houses where there was one. And the one in itself was two great. So two don't look a whole lot better. Um, some of the houses have changed. Some of the houses have got uh, concrete block walls around them now compared to the 10 we had before. But there's some of the houses that don't look any different. Uh, we went and visited the twins which was the first house we wrapped last year, and they're living in the same house they were before. The kids, the kids have grown a little bit, but that was really the biggest difference. Um, got to go back and work with Tom's group again that evening. Uh, we kind of took a vote uh, the night before, because Monday evening was kind of, or Monday afternoon was kind of our day, it was up in the air, it wasn't scheduled. Uh, and we got to go back and work with Tom's kids that afternoon. And then, like Malika said, it was, it was tough to leave. Lucy, I got to meet the little boy that I got to sponsor when we were down there, and we're getting ready to leave, and he gives me this great big hug, and he pulls me down, and he whispers something in my ear that I have no clue what I meant. So I pulled Tom over, and I'm like, what's he saying? Tom talks to him for a little bit, and he looks at me, and talks to him for a little bit, and looks at me. Tom, I'm telling him. I'm like, what did he say? Tom goes, he wants to know if you're going to come help at his church with there's nothing more heartbreaking than telling the kids you just have a relationship with that that's not what you're going to do. Um, the look in his eyes was, it wasn't a disappointment, but it sure wasn't that he was happy about it. Um, but it. But it touched me to know that over two days I got to build a relationship with this, this child so closely that he wanted me to go to his church. And I thought about it when I got home, that I knew a kid for 24 hours kid didn't even speak my language, I didn't go to church. So I don't have an excuse <laughs> here with a lot of the people I know. Um, kind of give you an overall view of the trip um, from my part. Last year, God worked on me really hard. Um, it was my first mission trip I'd ever been on. It was difficult. Um, but it was more of a way that I, and I remember telling Brother Dwayne and prayed over here before we left that I was afraid of what God was going to do in me. I wasn't afraid of the plane ride or the security or what he was going to do. Set a fire that hasn't went out yet um, for Nicaragua. Um, I've had the chance to go to Haiti and speak, um, but my heart's in Nicaragua, and that's nothing against Haiti, that's nothing against anything else. That's where my heart's at. Um, we were able to to work with an array of ministries, with the Busbys and the Toms and the Boys Home, the Girls Home. We got to go to Club Esperanza in the dump, um, which is their new school that's actually outside the dump. Um, we got to go to so many places. And it breaks my heart. Um, I've, I've got a, um, a girl in my 
Stephanie from table before you up here to, to see Nicaragua through his eyes. To know that I can see he was affected by a mission. I guess that's a story I, I'm sorry, I'm running long. But he told me that it was one American missionary that came down when he was a little boy that spoke to his family. One missionary. That missionary changed his family's life because now he's an ordained pastor. His mom runs a rescue home down in Nicaragua. He's back here. His daughter now works as a youth leader. His wife is involved in a church. I cannot possibly count the probably hundreds of thousands of lives he's touched as a minister because one missionary took the call that God asked him to do and went down and shared the gospel with that family. That's the ripple effect that any of you out here can have. And you don't have to go to Nicaragua to do it. You can go down to the projects. But every one of you in this room can do that. You can have effects generations down the line. And all you have to do is obey God and be obedient share the gospel with anybody. I want to thank everybody for getting the opportunity uh, to go on this trip again. Uh, November 5th through the 12th on our new dates. Uh, we haven't advertised that yet, so those are the dates we've got written down on the calendar. Uh, that advertisement will go out here very shortly. Uh, as soon as I can nail down some last minute details we need to put on it um, to get it out. So I, I encourage any of you who want to go talk to Lucy, talk to me, talk to Judy, talk to somebody on the mission We'll get, you, we'll get you in there. We'll, we'll, we'll take you down there. Um, you know, I'll go as many times as God allows all the circumstances to work to get me there. Because if I had the ability not to go home, I wouldn't be here. So the last person that's going to come up and talk to you tonight is Cassidy. Um, she's going to talk a little bit about Tom's ministry and, and the kids specifically uh, that he's got down there that, that we had a chance to interact with.